2: Maybe on top of things. Oh, there I am.
3: Sometimes I'll make it But we all will be wasting time
4: welcome everybody to another edition of his Bomy zone what is this rock and roll part three i think so yeah this
2: one is of kind the, of a popular uh
4: yeah one of the broadcast. favorites yeah mm-hmm. everybody everybody loves the rock shows because it's like something everybody digs
2: yep absolutely so anyways, welcome everybody to the Ms. Boney Zone. Tonight we're doing a rock show and we have Glenn, who goes by, aka Agent Chaos, and we're still trying to get Jeff Gunwild one um, He should be joining us sh- shortly. Uh, we're all in different time zones, so sometimes that messes things up. So I want to say thanks to everybody that will be joining us live this evening to listen, and thanks to everybody who to us in a podcast later on down the road and just to to let you know shower people this might be a long one so don't get stuck well, in the shower and prune yourself
4: <laughs> they're, they're, they're used to you talking about music <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta stretch uh, that one out people do
2: you want to try getting Jeff's Jeff link again mm.
5: okay mm. Not only that's not only did I start Okay, a well
4: group. I, I, I I'm looking at a comment for him saying that he hasn't received a link yet. So
2: Yeah, he it did, but we'll will have Eric send it again. Um so anyways, thanks for joining us tonight.
0: Yes, 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 always fun.
2: So this'll this will be fun because um tonight, boys yeah. and girls, we're gonna talk about uh Uh, A list of of, uh, their favorite uh, artists or, you know, bands. And not only just the list, but we're going to talk about why they gravitated towards that favorite band or that favorite artist. Um, Because I'm always curious, you know, because you always hear people say, oh, I love that band or oh, I love that artist. But you never really know why. So I thought this would be a good thing to dive into is that why part tonight. And joining us too, I don't know for how long, is Eric, my husband. And by the way, I just want to say happy birthday.
4: Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. Happy birthday. Now I'm yeah. curious. You felt the need to know that he was your husband, not just Eric. Are there others? Are there are, are there others in yeah. your life
2: as well? well? I've got the internet husband, which is Jim. Then I got the boyfriend, which is Christopher. Oh, yeah.
4: Okay. All right. all right. Just wanted to get that defined. Time. I, I want to get that defined there for people going. Why does she feel the need to say this is her husband?
3: <laughs> I get
5: it. I, I'm just out
4: on just loan. i <laughs>
3: no,
2: just kidding.
4: He, he's chair candy tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I see we got Jeff that's uh, finally gotten into got the chat room.
6: I, I didn't know it was being sent through Facebook Messenger. I was looking at my email.
2: Oh, sorry. Oopsie. No problem. Oh, is this right. the three hundred
5: dollar? Okay, the, that's the three hundred dollar bottle of scotch. Oh,
2: here you
5: go. Do you want to try some?
2: No, because I'm contaminated. And, you know, get like contaminated. Oh no, powder.
5: nothing is living in this. You know. I, I,
4: I don't think co. I don't think a three hundred dollar bottle of scotch will share anything with COVID.
0: Mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could put coronavirus in that glass and live. Yes, I thought. I, 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 I,
5: <laughs> thank, thank thank you Stephen.
2: oh yeah steve uh in the in the chat room so far this evening so yeah so thanks guys for joining us you know i have to say that our podcast when we do these rock and roll shows are uh are pretty popular people seem to like it so i i hope that we can keep doing this from time to time and come up with uh more well, things to discuss def- in, the, in def- the world of music
5: definitely more than hornet fixer but more than David Brown question mark.
2: Oh well.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, David still, you know, do his little cheer going, number one, never one. <laughs> you know, you know. No. Just saying. So um how how do you guys want to do this? Um, because you know, I did ask you ahead of time about uh what what's your, what's going to be like your favorite bands or your favorite artists? So um, how do you want to do this? Who wants to go first or answer questions or. Cause it doesn't. Okay,
0: everybody all at um, I'll go. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, if you want to just go ahead and jump right into that one. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, here's, here's okay. Can you, can you guys each name like one of your favorite bands or artists? But not only tell us that they're, you know, that's your favorite, but, you know, kind of tell us a little bit why or how you, how it came to be that this is the band or the artist that you gravitated towards.
0: Um, well, for me, uh, you know, I, I grew up with music. My, my mom, uh, well, let's see, my, my grandmother originally, she's uh, one of those, uh, uh, she was in a, uh, I, I don't know what they call it. Today they would call it a girl band or a boy band. Or something like that. No, 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 my grandmother. My grandmother used to, she used to, she used to like travel and she was on the road with a bunch of bigger acts. Um, it was like a doo kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was, there was uh, four girls. It was, a, they would, they, they used to rotate. They were kind of like the, the singing version of the Rockettes. Okay. Um, so there's, there's like uh, just a ton of these girls that worked for this it's basically a, a music producers or whatever and they would hire girls that could sing and looked pretty and mm-hmm. uh, they, they'd use them for opening acts for bigger shows oh um, so I mean I, I've got music like all in my family my my grandmother sings plays piano uh, my mom can sing even though she says she can't but she's <laughs> she says she's, she's, she's pretty good uh, she also played piano. Uh and I think she may have like played flute stuff like that, um, but she loved to dance and during the seventies, I was kind of her dancing partner for practice <laughs> I, mean, I was just, I was just a little kid, but I mean she used to i, I mean she was a huge elvis fan so, oh, elvis, right. so 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 probably one of my earliest memories of, of music is probably elvis, yeah um. But that's that's kind of my my background as where where my music comes from. Um then I guess as I got older I kind of developed my own thing. I listened to like Kiss and stuff like that. But uh then I found uh Metallica. And I kinda actually thought about it. If I had to it's kinda hard to narrow down like one band as being your favorite. Oh no, one... I mean,
2: it can be more than one. It's well just... no, I know, but
0: I mean if I had to narrow it down to one that kinda mm-hmm. got me started in the in the genre of music and and mm-hmm. what I call my personality of music, I guess it had been Metallica. Right. Metallica. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, there were
0: definitely it's cause, I guess because that was my teenage years and 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 you know rebelling and and going you know I want to listen to something that my parents don't listen to and <laughs> and, and then my dad would always be like oh that's not that's not music. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and that's kind of where where i i developed my own style of music is is through metallica and uh listening to them and motorhead and uh like i said kiss acdc molly crew i mean i i loved all of that but but metallica actually kind of changed the whole perception of hair metal it was no longer that glam
3: yeah.
0: in tight pants the spandex and shredded shirts and was dudes it looked like chicks <laughs>
2: <laughs> so is that what what would uh was that the draw for you is that metallica was just kind of out there doing their oh. own thing and they weren't kind of um i hate to say you know beating to the same drum like everybody else was at, at that time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i mean it was kind of because i mean i liked all those other bands but when the, right. then when metallica came out it was something different and i was like mm-hmm. whoa what is this So that's kind of what led me down the, the, I guess the metal or heavy metal
3: genre.
2: So out of all of the Metallica songs, is there one that sticks out in your mind? That was one that really impressed you as far as saying, wow, I, I, I really could get to like this band and, you know, hang with them for, you know, quite a while. You know what I mean? And not, because sometimes Band and and then after a while they're they're just kind of just you kind of dismiss them and you move on to something else. So what was it about Metallica that made you kind of stick with them for the long haul? Um,
0: I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was just the fact that the I mean, it was the guitar was something new, uh, lyrics were something new. That it was more, uh, I guess, more edgy. There was more. Mm-hmm. Uh, dirt rubbed in it I don't I don't know what you would call it it, it was uh I, I don't know it was just it was something different other than the glam rock that, mm-hmm. that you normally get from hair bands and and I and, I, and don't get me wrong I mean cuz I mean Motley Crue's one of my favorite also but I mean it it's it, it's uh I I don't know Metallica just kind of changed a, a little bit of everything for me cuz then after Metallica I found Panthera huh
6: so the, the, kind of uh, leaning more towards the more aggressive stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in Metallica, really, I mean, it, regardless of whether you like any of their newer stuff, like, I mean, I hear so many people say after the Black album, they weren't Metallica anymore. And and for me, I mean, that's, I really didn't get a whole into a whole lot of their stuff after the Black album. But mm-hmm. you know, they've always, they've never conformed to, to radio. They've never conformed to r- record producers or none of that. They've always just played what they wanted to play. And that's kind of really what, what, what got me into the Metallica, as, as far as what kept me in there, is yeah. realizing that whether you liked it or not, these guys are playing what they want to play.
2: It seems to me like that band had a, a quite a bit of independency as far as their their thought process of um, how they wanted to pre- present their music and, and play their music. Um, to me, it didn't seem like they they followed, you know, the beaten path. They kind of went off and made their own path.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even though even though the path was working, they were like, you know,
7: yeah. I don't want to do it this way.
2: Yeah, that's just, yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm I'm not a big Metallica fan, I can tell you that, but I do, I can, I can and do appreciate, you know, the type of music that they. That they've that they've done and that they do because it is something that doesn't really conform to much of anything that's that's out there.
0: Yeah, their album "Kill 'em Kill, uh, Kill 'em All" was probably
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, at the time it was my favorite until they came out with "Master of Puppets," and yeah. then, then it changed. So, but mm-hmm. I, like I, I mean, the the first couple albums, like I, I loved all the songs. It, yeah. There wasn't yeah. a, a few songs here and there. It was all of them, yep. and uh, I mean, for me, for me, Metallica will always be Mustaine playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Kurt's good too. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Kill 'Em All was an awesome album, and my favorite. But even even saying that, my favorite song from Metallica, and even that, I had to even think about that. That's hard to narrow down too. But if I had to just pinpoint one, it would be uh, the uh, Master of Puppets.
2: Mm-hmm. It is so, Jeff. The same question to to you. Do do um do you, do you ask it again, or do
6: you... before I answer that? Um, uh, Glenn said something about dudes that look like chicks, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
6: which reminded me. Back in November, I went to um, the uh, Progressive International Motorcycle Show. And I was walking around there, and I, I saw a guy there. <clears throat> I knew that I recognized him, but I couldn't place who he was.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: And it just it had my, my, my gears turning in my head. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And I recognized him, I just could not figure it out. And he was with uh, a child, and I was so focused on him, I couldn't tell you if his child was male or female. But he he, he kind of looked up from his child, and we we made eye contact, and he kind of had this shocked look on his face, like, "Oh, oh crap! He recognizes me!"
3: <laughs> I,
6: I kind of gave him a half grin and a, and nodded my head, and he returned that, and. And I I watched him walk away. And he's walking down the aisle, and I I could not figure out who it was. So I turn around, go to find my friend, get about 10 steps, and it pops in my head. I said, that's Ricky Rocket. (laughs) 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 But he doesn't look like he, I remember him looking in the 80s, because in the 80s, he looked like a chick. (laughs) All the long blonde hair and all the makeup, and Uh he doesn't look like that now. (laughs) But, but I tried to go back and find him but he was gone <laughs> but okay um, okay, um, I'm going with my first love um, which is kiss
2: mm-hmm. but what was it about them that you gravitated towards specifically that bound um,
1: I- every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
6: I tend to gravitate towards bands that have a lot of showmanship. hmm so, you know the makeup, the costumes, the the stage, um, the fireworks, the fire bombs, you know all of that stuff. Um, the spit and blood, the spit and fire, all, um, the drum riser going up in the air, all of that just it, it grabbed me and drew me in. Mm-hmm. And a, I'd never heard of them till I was 13 years old. My brother took me to a concert. You know, was, and prior to that, I was a top 40 kind of guy. Right. So, uh, they they I can say they can literally they literally changed my life.
2: Yeah, they, I have to say that um, I'm with you on that one because I do remember when I was was quite young, um, seeing or you know listening to Kiss and seeing all their you know pictures and stuff that was out there and in, in the form of social media that it was back in the day, not kind of like it is now, boys and girls.
6: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that band, they have such mm-hmm. good music. And yeah. and it's not and I'm not, ta- not talking about the stuff that you hear them play on stage, you know, during their shows. I mean they have so much music that is better than what they play on shows. But in the concerts, you know, they're playing what the fans want.
2: Yeah, that's true. But you know, out of all the all the music that they have created, I'll ask you the same question like I asked Glenn: What song was it that that just grabbed you and said, "Wow, I, I this is a band that I want to hang with for a while" because of you know them being so different with their showmanship and 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 whatnot?
6: Um, I would have to say, "God of Thunder."
2: Oh, okay. The, yeah. the live version the
6: live version is, is much different than the studio version. Oh yeah, absolutely. Studio version is very slow and the live version it's 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 sped up. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I don't know if you've ever seen him in concert, but uh God of Thunder is is the song where Gene does his bass solo and he does the the blood spitting.
3: Mhm.
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah, that that uh, yeah, that one, and I I really one of my other favorites, top favorites, is Deuce.
2: I'm sorry, what was it?
6: Deuce.
2: Oh, oh, Deuce. Okay.
6: Like if you listen to a live one, it's the the first song.
2: First song. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to remember. I'm like, okay, where? Go back in my memory bank. So, yeah. So now I know that we, we just got done talking about like a favorite band, but is there for you guys, besides the band, is there an artist out there? You know, um, maybe it's just um, somebody that uh, that that does solo that sings um, by themselves that uh, kind of caught your ear or your eye.
6: somebody that was in a band before or
2: they could just... have been a band before and let say maybe they broke out onto their own okay. and it's like wow that's amazing or it's just like a you know somebody who has and always was a solo artist
6: oh um oh huh
2: um I can tell you the one the, the that I like for the individual, and I know it's going to sound crazy because, you know, he is from Minnesota, but um, for me... Oh, you're going to say it. I was going to say that. One. Yeah. No, so me and Glenn are on the same page here. I The first time that I saw him, um, when we actually went to a concert, the thing that really amazed me about him is just, he was freaking oozing with talent. Yes. He was absolutely oozing with talent. You could see it in his stage presence. You could hear it in all of his, his albums, all of his, you know, recordings that he did. Um, the guitar playing that he did was absolutely phenomenal. I know there's been many, many people that have compared his playing to Jimi Hendrix, which I do think that there is a similar or there was a similarity there between, between the two of them. But, um, the thing that amazes me is the amount of music that he that he wrote, that he produced, that never really made it to albums. Besides all the albums that he, you know, produced, which was like 30-odd-some, 30, 30 you know, albums throughout the years.
6: Off the top of my head, I would have to go with Rob
2: Zombie. There you go. That's an, That's another one, too. I think, yeah.
6: Um, yeah I mean, I mean, been a lot of fun too.
2: He's got a lot of crazy talent though too. I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I guess since you took Prince, I'll uh let's see. Well, solo, I mean, my, can... my, probably my greatest my, my favorite solo act. Um only because she's badass is Joan Jett.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> huh. Um, She, I,
2: yep.
0: I remember right, I can't remember the name of the group, but she started with uh, Lita Ford and... Uh, yeah, The Runaways. Yeah, and The Runaways. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Joan Jett as a solo, man, she was awesome.
2: hmm Yeah. She
0: on a great show.
2: She kind of struck me as the chick that was out there to kick butt and take names,
3: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah. And she was, she was, she was, man, she was, she she was, she was pretty edgy. She was like, uh, mm-hmm. like, I mean, not like super hardcore punk rock, but mm-hmm. kind of a, a mix between punk rock and just rock and roll,
2: yeah. But she did it beautifully, I think. The balance between the two, because oh, you could tell that there was punk, and you could tell that there was the. The rock, yeah. but she balanced it beautifully.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Are you having fun just sitting here listening to us? <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to say hi to David and Bucky. Dave's in the chat room with us. Um, if you guys are in the chat room, uh, feel free to put down your favorite uh, band or artist, and we'll give a shout out for that one too. And uh we'll probably have a bit of a conversation about those uh, bands are artists as well. So, yeah. John, you got any questions there? I know you've been quietly listening in the background. <laughs> yeah, you, John.
4: <laughs> oh, I had all my systems shut off for me. I was trying to <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I was being quiet. When you
3: guys, I know. Guys. That's what I was <laughs>
4: listening to you guys, I, I would say if I had a question, it would be: Is there a uh, is there an artist? It could be you know a member of a band or whatever. That uh, yeah, they they were all right. They were they were yeah okay. They were, they were fine let, until you saw them solo, and then it all changed.
3: Hmm.
5: I don't. I don't know. For for me, it. I don't know if it was a, a a breathtaking moment, but it definitely solidified what I thought. And 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 to just be right to the point for me, it was it was Sammy Hagar. I was a Hagar fan, but when I actually saw him live, I was like, I bet you this guy's body will twitch when he's dead. I mean,
3: the band
5: took a break. Sammy didn't take a break. I mean, Sammy, the energy that he brings to the stage is unrivaled by any band, any group, any person I've seen, honestly, to this moment in time. And, you know, we've seen... I, i'm not i'm not any shut up Jeff. i'm not anywhere <laughs> jeff's like yeah I, eric if eric's gonna say anything he's gonna say
6: something. no no because i was because when john asked that question sammy was the first person to pop in my head because i was fortunate enough fortunate enough to see him, him with mantras
5: oh.
2: Mm. oh wow
5: yeah he just the level of energy that he brings it's like you know and the, and of course you know to like up to modern times recently I saw a picture you know it was a side by side it was Sammy Hagar supposedly drinks and drinks uh does drugs and believes in rock and roll and the, and then the other picture was Bill Clinton and used to be our president and they're both the same age well one was dead and Sammy looked like he's sixteen years old <laughs> but I just you know just what I just what I know of him and what I've seen I've I've seen him in concert like four times and the last time it was like you know he was uh uh it was years into his his uh tequila being out but he's like I'm gonna show everybody how to make a proper drink and he had chairs placed on the stage and he asked uh, us in the audience people to come up and of course you know it was a mad rush to try to get up there and he was like uh, the last girl. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't a chair, and so that means there wasn't a chair. There wasn't a glass, and he's just like, "Oh no, we got it. We can work this out." And he just like made the drink in her mouth, had her lean back, and and like poured it in <laughs> straight into her mouth. But he's just such 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 a showman. But you know, you know the the, the few others. Uh, Rob Zombie impressed the hell out of me. Alice Cooper. And there's another guy that will twitch when he's dead.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely.
5: <laughs> and, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. The one that honestly really, really shocked me was, uh, I have to look for my thing. What's his name? He did the, uh, uh the did
2: we go see it together? cover
5: with, uh, uh, Amy, what's her name? They, they were dating for a while.
4: What, that Winehouse chick?
5: No, uh, Oh, you'll have to ask some questions, but i saw i i went i i went to uh, it was kind of one of those uh concerts that had uh, like seven or eight bands and when when they came out uh he like it was almost like he was walking into a, a music studio he didn't didn't acknowledge anybody played the music flawlessly and basically just said thank you Duluth and got up and walked off. I mean there was like no interaction, no energy with the uh with the band.
2: Hmm. Hinder.
5: Oh no, Hinder was yeah. that guy was drunk. He was he was very
3: interactive. For
4: me for me it would be all four of the Beatles. As they the went Eagle? solo as they went solo, it was like yeah, a me. whole nother what the hell? Are you kidding me? They
2: did you, you know that, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
4: I was saying even Ringo. Well, I mean, Ringo had his time. He had his time. He had some fun. But before that, I, I didn't really think he did much at all in the Beatles. I mean, I thought the Beatles did good. I thought they were a fine little band, and they were all right, and they had some really cool songs that came out, you know. But it ended, and there was a lot of fighting and all that. Then they went separate. When they went separate, it was like, damn, George Harrison, oh crap. John Lynn, what the hell's going on? Paul McCartney, what the heck's going on? All of a sudden, they
0: were all awesome. Oh
4: yeah, I was
0: like, yeah, wow. I, I, I can get that. It gives you a whole new uh, perspective on each individual that way. Yeah, absolutely.
2: That is funny because I never really thought about that because the music that they that they played together as a band was so much different than what they individually put out there.
0: Yes, I guess for me it would probably be a guitar player by uh, the name of Johnny Five. Uh, he played with Marilyn Manson for a while. And Rob oh. Zombie. I was never a huge Marilyn Manson fan, but when I seen him playing with Rob Zombie live I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This guy's actually really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's probably my pick as far as being able to see somebody that, or hear somebody and think they were pretty good and then once you see them or, or hear them play something on their own or with a different band, you get a whole new, like, wow, that's a, the, he actually is really good.
2: Yeah. It amazes me sometimes, like, you know, when we are just talking about this of how people are together in a band. And then when they, you know, break off and go on their own, um, how much talent that the people, the person actually has and what they, Actually, can you know bring forth because some of them do it and they do it very well,
5: yes. Thank you, 1911 USA. See, there,
2: oh, Amy Lee.
5: He's he, he, the music was flawless, but yes. interaction with the people, he, he miles have well just have been sitting <laughs> yeah, in the studio.
2: To me, he uh, looks like the biggest introvert ever. I don't know why, yes, but he does, and the
5: song broken. Wow, nineteen eleven USA, get out of my brain, man. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: if,
6: uh, if I get the question right, it was a a band I saw and then somebody went solo or to another band and we're um blown away by it. Is that pretty much the question? Yeah. Uh, okay, um, I'm going with uh Rob Halford when he left Judas Priest he had a, like three other solo acts or you know other bands that he was involved with but Halford just blew me out of the waters is how good they were yeah especially the resurrection album and then seeing them live
2: like who's that person that he's talking about? Johnny, I hate that one. Have a brain fart.
5: Johnny, be good. <laughs> Ram it down. As as far as an after kind of after their uh their popularity started to wear down, Ram it down was one of my favorites mm-hmm. still from Judas Priest.
6: Yeah, as I saw Halford open for uh, Iron Maiden.
9: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: There's another band. Aaron made him. There was lots of people that that band too. And
0: Queens, Rock was there as well. See, I kind of feel the same way about uh, Nirvana as well. With, uh, uh, what is it, Dave Grohl? He went off and made, went and made Foo Fighters. Is- I never really did think much of him when he was with, with, uh, Nirvana. I mean, I, and I liked some of the Nirvana songs. I, I thought they were, they were big into the grunge, but I mean, I, I liked some of their songs and all. But uh, when Foo Fighters came out, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, who's this? And when I found out who it was, I was like, no way, really?
3: Yeah, so I yeah, I
0: mean, you know, it was another one
6: that surprised me. Yeah, Wreck yeah, is another one as well. When the singer Jeff Tate left the band and started his own band, um, Operation Mindcrime, they're pretty good.
2: No, I've heard of that, but I don't think that I've actually really listened to any of their music. I'll have to check that one out. Make a note of
6: that. I saw them in a little uh, little Extreme. nightclub in, in uh, Mission Viejo.
3: Yeah,
6: half of their set was uh, Queensrÿch material, but they were still they were great. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
5: that's still that's still one of the funniest relationship moments stories. I'm just like I bought I bought that album Queensrÿche, and it was like my favorite song on there was uh, "I Don't Believe in Love," and it was like I'm a guy who just likes the beat, the rhythm. You know, I'm not most of the time I'm not listening <laughs> to freaking lyrics, and uh, the I'm the same way. the The girl that I was dating at the
2: time. Please pause for a brief intermission. <laughs> My next-door neighbor yeah. is going to need help here. So sorry that Eric kinda step out. Um, I do have, like, another question for you guys, too. So um, I know that we talked about the the, the one band that, that you really gravitated towards, but was there another band that kind of sticks out in your
5: mind? <laughs> End
0: of days.
2: I'm sorry, that sticks out in your mind yeah. that uh, – that you would put in that same category, end of days.
5: Oh, there was one of our neighbors trying to buy a beer. She looked like she was really, really jonesing.
2: <laughs> okay, that's twice. I'm sorry. I have to just interject this. When we first moved into the neighborhood, our next-door neighbor, Judy was her name, she came knocking on her door asking for some vodka. Irish oh, glass
5: cup the in her hands. I thought she, I thought she was going to ask for sugar, flour,
2: milk, no. vodka. She wanted two cups of vodka.
5: <laughs>
6: wow!
2: And now the other neighbor that was on the other that lives down Downaways on the other yes. side of where the, Judy lived. The, this one should not here.
5: have alcohol.
2: No. in her system mm-hmm. no, at really. all. Nope.
5: When there is, it really really goes bad. So,
2: okay.
5: Do, get, yeah, do we move ahead. on no, from the story? Or? I was just trying oh. to
2: fill the time so oh, go back yeah. to what you were Queens, saying Queensryche
5: relationship I really like the song I wasn't trying to say anything at all other than I really like this song so I play I don't believe in love you know and it's just like I don't believe in love. I never have, and I never will. And practically crying, I get, What are you trying to say? Uh, I'm trying to say I really like that song. (laughs) Good
2: God. Settle the hell down. (laughs) That
0: was not me. No, that was
3: not me.
2: Last last time
0: I was working at the House of Blues in New Orleans, and they, Rolled in with four eighteen-wheelers worth of gear. Oh my gosh, I can't even
6: imagine. Wow. Four in the
0: guys. house of blues. Yes, it, dude, it was insane. Just the amount of stuff and 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 because they they add all the they add lights to the existing light show that's already there. Uh, there's all sorts of stage props but, that are placed everywhere. I mean, it. Yeah, I'm no, sure they've got an they used it all, but that's what, tu- that's what they tour with. I can't There,
2: I can't,
0: there two buses and then the 418 women.
2: Holy buckets.
0: I'm still blown away by that.
2: That's a lot of equipment to be toting around.
0: Oh, that, that's nothing. I've seen way more than that. I've seen a band travel with way more than that. I, I can't even I've even... seen Metallica travel with 1218 women. Oh my they God.
3: They
0: carry the entire show with me.
2: See, don't ever give me crap that I pack too much in a suitcase. I'll just bring that up. That,
4: that, 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 that's probably not a real good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> when,
0: it, when it's a Metallica show, they carry they carry the entire show. When they show up, when when, when their crew shows up, the yeah. only thing that's there is, is is a stage platform, and then mm-hmm. they build. On, they carry staging and everything too. They build on top of that. They put up their own lighting rigs. I mean, I mean, they carry millions and millions of dollars worth of gear. Insane
2: It's insane. I can't even imagine.
0: No, granted, it, it. I mean, the band itself doesn't own it. They lease that stuff. But it it, 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 it travels. It travels on the road with them when they when they
2: travel. Wow, that's crazy. I can't even begin to imagine that. That's just like mind blowing.
3: Yeah, and,
6: uh, another band that was great that was part of another band. And unfortunately, the the two members that formed this other band are dead now. But uh, uh, Hell yeah, which was formed out of Pantera. Yep.
2: Oh, mm. I forgot about that. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah, Dimebag and and yeah,
2: that
6: his name. Mm. Uh, yeah, he passed away recently.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah um, Jane. Uh or
2: Dante's brother I can't think of his name oh man
6: uh, it, it, it'll pop in your head when you're not thinking about
2: it oh yeah that's that's it <laughs>
6: I know the last name for, for
2: sure we're having a brain fart so the um, uh, my question Eric left again sorry uh, the neighbor um, sorry <laughs> Your neighbor I know she just on <laughs> me for a loop. Um, so going back to like we we're talking about the the bands that uh, most impressed you and how you gravitated towards them. Out of all of the songs and albums that that you were listening to for for your bands that we were just previously talking about, um, is there one song where the lyrics in that song? Um, impacted you um, I don't know how I want to say it it, it gave you like a really good positive impact to like you could be like yeah I, I totally get this or I totally relate to it or I understand what the message is that they're trying to say it's wow. well,
4: was the name Vinny Paul yes
3: yeah. just- Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: Thank you,
6: 1911. you just put that there in the chat room. Uh,
2: That
6: question, well, um, like Eric was saying earlier, it's more about the music and the beat than the lyric. You know, I'm the same way. Um, I mean, there was certain songs that I would listen to depending on my mood. Like if I uh, was heartbroken, I'd listen to like uh, Nazareth's "Love Hurts." Oh yeah, you know, or or you know something like that, or um, huh? I really, I really don't uh, know how to answer that question.
2: You need time to think about that one, there, Glenn. (laughs)
0: that's <laughs> no, hard i have never really i don't i don't know i've never really had a, a any particular song that like yeah. speaks to me lyrically i guess mm-hmm. uh, and i i'm the same way i like listening to stuff depending on the mood i'm in yep. uh i mean if, if uh, i mean it's gonna sound funny but uh when i when i was younger and uh limp biscuit was a thing. Uh, I used to listen to their song uh, "Break Stuff" and <laughs> and work out work out in in the karate class, and, like kicking the kicking and punching the bag. That's what I would do that to. And I'd I'd actually have that song on loop and play it like five or six times while I'm hitting the bag. Yeah. Just something to kind of just I, I don't know to to make me emotionally get angry but not really kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I think kids these days call it raging. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, I, I, I got think. A, I
4: got a question for you around along that not mm-hmm. not necessarily a song that speaks to you I'll tell one of mine so you'll understand what I'm saying but a, a set of lyrics that uh, you just really thought wow that was really freaking cool all right I heard a song called in the garden of Allah that I thought was really just so well written so 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 well written That uh, it just, it it didn't speak to me. I wasn't like, you know, my life wasn't changed. It it was just somebody wrote a song that was just really, really freaking cool. And I was like, wow, this guy can talk. He can have a conversation. He can really, to write a song that well done, I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah. So not necessarily, not necessarily one that speaks to you or made anything
0: special happen, but, but one you, I really respect the fact that he wrote that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, well, that that kind of well. Since you put it that way, that kind of made me think of uh like one of the first songs I ever thought about lyrically and go, "Wow, this is a really cool song," mainly because of the lyrics. Was probably comfortably numb by Pink Floyd, and I was a teenager then. And you can use your imagination of why I probably <laughs>
3: thought
0: that song was cool. But uh, I mean, that's probably one of the the first songs that I like. I like listened to for the lyrics and go, you know, this song's actually pretty cool. And that's kind of, and then I just started listening to more Pink Floyd and actually listening to lyrics to see what he was talking about. He was heavily political. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, lyrics the same way. I mean, it's just one of those things where for me, it's, it's all about, I guess, the mood that I'm in and everything too. And I guess all song, even the music of the song is the same way for me. Uh, if if I, I can remember also like, one of my favorite soundtracks was Mission Impossible theme song just because I used to like to drive fast to that.
2: <laughs> I could just see you putting that song on just bombing down the road <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that,
4: was, that was his eye of the tiger <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well that was another one too but <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was
0: more than one song I used to like to drive fast <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah I don't know I must be kind of strange because I I pay attention to lyrics and songs I don't know why but not that I don't pay attention to the the music and the beats and everything else that's going on but yeah
0: I kind but of it's not strange that. at all I mean there's there's plenty I mean like a lot of I mean that's that's why you have that's why you have guys in the band who write and play music and then mm-hmm. you have guys in the band that write lyrics Usually the guys that write lyrics also write poetry and stuff like that too. So mm-hmm. there, there, there is a thing with like some people are lyricists and some people are more on the music side.
2: See, and that brings up a good question too. I mean, like, with some of the people or the bands and artists that that you like and gravitate towards, you know, is there um do do any of them actually do that, or do they have like a a different side to them from an artistic standpoint? Whether it's uh doing poems or photography or write a book or you know what I'm saying, like any anything like that.
0: Uh, Iron Maiden. I mean, that guy was, that guy's incredible. I mean, he, he, he's, I mean, he's got PhDs. Uh, he's done, I'm, I'm, I mean, I may be wrong, but I think he's done poetry. I think he's done, he's definitely done a lot of music writing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he still writes music, right? Uh, lyrics and music as well. Uh, um, what else? I'm trying to think what else he's done. Uh, I know he's. I know he's done. He's done a lot. No, what's, it? It?
2: what's his name again? I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank.
0: Oh uh, no, now no, I'm gonna have to freaking. It's gonna.
2: I'm sorry oh. I to put you on the spot. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> me too. I'm just like,
3: because
2: uh, I hate that. It can picture <laughs> people's faces, but names don't come. Think about that one for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so just about well, well i thinking about the person's name that we can't think of right now um, same question for you is there anybody in your um, genre of bands or um, artists that that you've taken notice to that have like done that kind of stuff like photography or writing a book or poetry or just doing something um, artistic uh, uh, other than music
6: First. The only one I can think of is Nikki Six.
2: See, and that's that's me too.
6: He's a photographer.
3: Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
6: you know, he writes music and and lyrics, and uh, he's also a radio DJ, and you
3: know, um, it's like oh. I, I don't
6: know if you call it a radio DJ. I can't speak DJ, <laughs> but he does uh, podcasts where you know, kind of like what you're doing.
2: Yep. Yeah.
7: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> well, and, you
6: know, Rob Zombie, he does movies, and yeah, he's also an artist. He, yeah.
2: Yep, he directs. Um, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, he's got
6: a lot, a lot of talents himself
2: it's amazing to see some of the people that have like more than one talent or that are multi-talented as far as like just the artistic um, point of view goes. And sorry, Glenn, were you trying to say something? Did we think?
3: Sorry.
2: Pardon me. <David laughs> pilot
6: and, yeah.
2: See, it's just, it's crazy. I don't understand like how some of these artists mm. just like have, be so multi
8: talented, I can't walk
0: talking to Bob Bloom at the same time. Oh, that's. I mean, uh, we were talking about Prince earlier too, man. He, uh, I mean, he wrote, he wrote, and not. I mean, he, when he produced music, he did. He he wrote the guitar, the drum, the yep. rhythm, lead, everything. The, yeah. the lyrics. I mean, he he's done it all. He's he's a phenomenal musician.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, he
6: would
0: play every instrument on the on his albums. Yeah, yeah, from keys to everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that to me just blows my mind because I don't understand how you can compartmentalize that in your mind. Okay, like this is what the drums are going to sound like. This is what guitar is going to sound like. This is what that's going to sound like. And boy, he did it. He did it. It's just crazy and how amazing that he did it and did it well. It just always throws me for a loop when I think about that. So John do you have any other questions? I know you've been kind of quiet and I've been just like No, waiting.
4: I was going to I was just going to say that someone who gets who doesn't get a lot of attention, I always thought was really talented has made imagine he, man. this this guy made it in the music business twice. Has done it music with so many people, but he switched genres. He went from mm-hmm. top 40s pop to country. Kenny Rogers? Be, no, Darius Rucker. Oh. From, from Hootie and the Blowfish. I mean, that's that's a big jump. That is a huge jump. Yeah. I mean, he's he's done he's worked with a lot. He's done a lot of writing, a lot of yeah. he, he plays instruments. He's done a lot with a whole lot of different artists. I know he's worked with Lionel Richie. He's worked with a whole bunch of different artists. But I thought that I thought he was he was impressive for that same thing. I just thought that was always so wild to go from being in a top forty band. But I mean. A big time top forty man, yeah. slam on the brakes and switch completely to country.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was, he
0: was the face of Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah. when people refer to him, he was Hootie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep.
4: but to hit the brakes, slam them on, and go completely country. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna do a 360 on y'all. I'm gonna go over here now.
4: <laughs> yeah, that wow. that was just that was just that was wild, and he's very talented, very talented fellow.
6: Yeah, I, I I was actually fortunate enough to see Kenny Rogers before he went country. Oh, really? Kenny Rogers in the first edition, yeah. That was actually, technically, I guess you can say that was my actual first concert I ever went to because I was like nine years old. But I don't consider it a concert because the venue I saw him at, it wasn't like I bought tickets for the show to go see him it was part of the entry fee to get into an amusement park and he just happened wow. to be playing there okay I told, uh, relax and get off my feet and you know sit down and relax you know uh, he was playing and, and got to see him actually two years in a row that's funny
2: that's cool i, never, I, thought about that. I mean I, yeah. I knew that he had done other music but that wasn't like something that automatically comes to the forefront
6: Oh right, you can go on uh, YouTube and, and look up his his old music.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Kenny Rogers in the first edition, and you'll see all kinds of stuff for him.
2: Wow. So crazy. So- there, there,
4: there's a lot of people, though, that have done weird, wild stuff in yeah. music. I shouldn't say weird, but I mean, there's people that have been like, you know, jingle writers. And you, you'd be shocked to find out, you know, the Tide tur- detergent song was theirs. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of people that have done stuff like that, and they went on to become, uh, you know, full-fledged band members or, or headline bands.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I mean, uh, Michael Bolton. I mean, he does uh, what everybody think. Well, I remember what everybody thinks about him as is that kind of contemporary alternative or contemporary jazz that he does now, kind of yeah. thing. But he started off doing like a hair metal thing. That's he was weird. he was he was a glam rock. Hair metal kind of guy. Oh
2: my gosh, that's just weird to think of him in that genre of music.
0: (laughs) 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 I mean, mean, granted, everything he sung was like ballad, like that, but it it was still like that was his look. Um, I'm trying to think. uh, How am I supposed to live? I think is one of the one of his big big time like hair metal songs that he did. But But it's not really hair metal, like like Rat or or Motley Crue or any of those guys, he's more of on the, uh, uh, a solo artist and, and it's it all ballots. kind of like if, uh, I don't know, maybe a little less rock and roll than Bon Jovi. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it was kind of weird. Cause it, I mean, most, most, most people know him for being the short haired guy, sings that contemporary, uh, alternative kind of music, and 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 he started off with a whole hair metal kind of vibe. <laughs> that
2: just, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. They were, were the same way
0: before they got with uh, uh, with their lead saint with the the oh damn it what's his name uh Phil and Selmo before they got with Phil and Selmo they were all a big glam metal band, <laughs> and they 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 were they look like. Like Motley Crue, one of these.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just laughing. I can't help it. <laughs> it's just
0: yeah, so it's, it's, it's those weird changes. You were, if you didn't know about it and, and somebody told you, you're like, no way, really? That's no <laughs> the way I was because I never knew Pantera before. They were before, I never really knew Pantera before the, they broke out in 91 with, with their big album, which was uh, Cowboys from Hell. Right. Uh, And I never really knew of them before that. And at the time, I never went and looked them up either. So, I mean, it was probably 10 years later, somebody go, yeah, you you ever heard this? And I'm like, "No," And they'd show me pictures. And I'm like, oh, whoa, wait a minute.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, back up the truck.
4: (laughs) I got a question for you. Bands that were Christian influence bands that know that I mean, people don't know. There's so many out there that a lot of people do not know. Are yeah, I right now. <laughs> The one for me that it, that just blew me away was the Evanescence. I was like, what?
6: Yeah,
4: right on. N- they they're based off of a Christian band. Yes. Yeah. Okay,
6: I didn't know that.
0: Uh yeah, it blew me away. I was like. like the whole band is like they're all like I think uh I I think they're Catholic I think it's a Catholic thing but yeah they they started off as a uh like a uh a Catholic touring band because uh we used to do uh we used to do shows for the archdiocese and uh they would have a show every month and they have a band that plays uh during uh, I would say show but it's some sort of ceremony it's basically a thing to try to get more people to come to church so every first wednesday of the month the the archdiocese of that particular district would would invite people to come to they'd rent out uh like the uh civic center or something like that and they they have a band that would come play and that's how evanescence got their start because they were playing shows like that and i, I think they produced it i can't remember what album it was and then somebody heard them and they just blew up that's... Yeah,
4: it, it, it's, it's when you stop and you learn about it, because you, when you have friends that are, that are that are religious, they go, yeah, I remember when they before they made it. You go, what do you mean before they made it? And you're talking back and forth and they go, yeah, they were doing this for. Oh, you don't remember? They're part of Heritage Singers back in the early. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> I mean, Lifehouse is one. And in case you didn't know it, so's P.O.D. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's just weird.
4: <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's quite a few that you're like, wait a minute, and you stop and think about the music and all that when you listen yeah. to me, we, we see the messages and all that, and these aren't people that are walking around talking about you know slicing throats. They're they're just they got a good rock songs going out there, and then you find out that yeah, they their their original base was was a Christian driven uh, rock and roll.
0: <laughs> it's quite
4: a surprise sometimes in,
0: in the 80s striper yeah yeah they were they were a heavy they were a, a hair metal heavy metal rock band and they 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 booked themselves as a christian rock band everywhere they
2: went Oh, that's funny i mean like strange funny
0: yeah they
6: they uh played the clubs in in hollywood yeah yeah funny, oh, the, the first time i ever heard about them uh they, they played at my friend's high school, and he was in the audio-visual club, and, and he recorded them, and he showed it to me, and they they were really good.
4: Yeah, yep. I know one of my buddies told me, he goes, you know, there's one, they don't really talk a whole lot about it, but pretty much every song they have is all about redemption and all that, and they're getting famous now. I'm like, who's that? I, what am I missing? He goes, Kings of Leon. I'm like, what? I did not know that. He was like, yeah, oh huh. yeah. yeah, Kings what? of Leon. Yeah, I was like,
3: oh, no. and I stopped.
4: No, I started. Stop. I stopped and thought about it. And started, thought Think of all the songs I know by them, and you know what? Every one of them is a message song.
2: Okay, do you get, can you call or can you give an example?
4: Well, let's see. I have to look up some of the songs, but I mean, hang on here. <laughs> let, me, let me eyeball here and see if
2: i'm just I... curious how you said that because that just like throws me for the biggest loop ever, hang on, ever hang, on,
4: hang on hang on hang on hang uh-huh. on.
6: there are a couple of other bands and i have them on my itunes but so i can't think of who the heck they are um they, they aren't like big well-known bands <clears throat> I
0: want to say it was the Las Vegas. Is that one of them? Well man, I love Skid Row. And by the way, Bon Jovi, if you ever listen to this, you're a fucking jerk.
2: If you listen to them?
0: <laughs> no, I was saying if Bon Jovi ever listens to this.
2: Oh, it, yeah, oh. I'm sure. Well
4: Christine Christine's given up on him anyway. So. <clears throat>
2: Uh, yeah, you know, he used to be my boyfriend for a long time, but mm, not so much anymore. Mm, yeah.
0: No. Oh, he screwed over Sebastian Bach so bad. Uh,
2: you know, I remember kind of having a conversation with somebody about this, and I don't.
0: He held he held uh, his contract for a long time, and it was something stupid, ridiculous. He pretty oh, much no. owned everything he ever did. All every everything from Sebastian Bach and Skid Row. He, he pretty much uh, for i guess that that first wave of popularity that they went through mm-hmm. bon Jovi pretty much owned everything and i guess i don't know what it whether it was just a bad deal with sebastian bach and he was just too young and didn't realize and was having fun and partying and just got screwed over but whatever it was bon Jovi knew he was screwing it so so
2: how did skid or how did how did those two even come together? Do you know the story with that?
0: Uh, no, I don't know how they how they got together. As far as mm-hmm. how he got to be uh, their producer or, or manager or whatever the heck he was. Yeah, uh, I think he was a producer or whatever. But uh, <clears throat> it, it, they they did he did a lot of work with with them,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: uh. He just—he was able to abuse uh, Sebastian Bach's lack of knowledge, I guess, and and just and every everybody says that that was just a bad contract that Bon Jovi knew he was screwing. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
3: they
0: are
6: from the same area, maybe that's where they got uh, hooked
0: up or something. Yeah, both from- I, I think it yeah. was all kind of the just- same era down in Hollywood, Long Sunset Strip, and everything. They were all. All, all those guys were all part of that 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 era back then, because mm-hmm. I mean that was that was the place to be as far as going out and playing and and and, and partying and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to go out to Hollywood.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. That uh, that definitely was the place to be for sure. I see Don, John still looking away. I think I I gave him homework. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm reading some of the stuff here. I I just want to make sure I say the right stuff because it was apparently when they were when they were just getting started, they thought the best idea was to lock themselves in the basement with a bag of weed and do a little explore. And uh, apparently that ended, and they had uh, quite a few songs. One of their songs, uh, "Youth and Young Manhood," "Wasted Time," "California yeah. Way." It's a whole bunch of stuff they had that talked about. What they had gone through and stuff, and basically, these were their uh, their messages to
2: people. Yeah, wasted time. Yeah, ain't that the truth? For sure, wasted time. <coughs> oh, excuse me,
0: man. All this talk about music makes me want to get back to work
9: so bad. Jones
2: <laughs> <I was just laughs> Johnson by now to get back to work.
9: Oh, man, it was good.
11: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>
6: yeah,
0: I could have definitely used a little bit of a break because I was starting to get a little burned out. But, man, <laughs> I can't wait to get back to work now.
2: Well, hopefully that'll happen sooner than later. Yeah. For
3: sure.
2: <clears throat> okay. I mean, it's gonna it's
4: gonna be a, a,
3: a,
2: all,
4: all the bands are just gonna have a crazy, insane blast of a time. Everyone's gonna be like, let's let's party this world.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! As soon as this after Hurricane Katrina down here, yeah. uh, about, about two or three months after when when people were starting to come back, even though I mean, even though some people weren't back quite at work yet. Some people still didn't have power on yet. We we were doing we were playing more gigs back then, in, in, in the in the I guess the last year or two after Katrina than we did in the last five years. We had so much business back then, right after Katrina, because people just want to they want to escape from from what they just had to go through. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, yeah, I just need. Uh, yeah, I
0: feel like this is going to be the same. I see people on Facebook and everything talking like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to go see this band again. I can't wait to be able to go out again and all this and that.
2: Oh, yeah. So here, that presents a good question, Now that you kind of brought that up, Glenn. Uh, After all this stuff is done and you have the opportunity to go see a band play, what band would you go see to play?
0: Oh, that's a good question like any band even if they weren't really on tour or anything like that
2: yeah they don't have to really be on tour I'm just saying that if there was any
3: band that I could go see
2: let's pretend let's pretend Mm -hmm. that all the bands are going to go on tour after this because they're going to be you know doing the happy dance which one would you go see
0: Uh, even though it's not all the go see just because of the show they put on those guys are 100% a rock show It's not just the it's not just music, it's not just the band, it's not just lyrics, it's not just the lights, it's not just explosions. It's like all of it. the theatrics, everything. They put on an incredible show, and they still do.
2: Did you just say Kiss? Did I hear that
0: correctly? Yeah. All right. Sorry, my my sound. I've never got to go see Kiss live, so Mm -hmm. that would be if if they were playing. That'd be Mm -hmm. a guy. That would be a band I'd want to go
3: see.
2: Huh, that would be that would be a good choice. What about you, Jeff? What if you if after all this is all done with and pretend like all the bands out there are gonna go on tour, who would you want to go see?
6: Well, I'm still hoping it's gonna happen at the uh the stadium tour.
2: The stadium tour is that the oh, one Molly
6: crew, poison, Joan poison. jet.
2: Joe Jet. Yep.
6: There's another one in there. I got tickets.
4: Def Leopard. Def, Def Leppard.
2: Yep. Thank you.
4: I got my tickets.
2: Yeah, I'm really hoping that that happens because I'm gonna have to live vicariously through you.
4: <laughs> it'll be the first first show I've gone to in forever.
2: Get back to the test. <laughs> Say hi to Nikki for me. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. It'll be a ton of fun.
2: Yeah, so would that would that be your answer, to John, then, too, or would it be somebody else?
4: Well, normally you would think I'd say Aerosmith, but I think it's over. I think uh, that's over for touring now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to watch, you know, a bunch of guys standing with walkers. <laughs> 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 I, I, plus, I don't think they're doing so well together right now. So I think uh, for me, oh, wow. I've I've seen I've seen a few good shows, but I think uh, hmm. mine's gonna be weird. I I never got to see them, and I know they're very politically a different direction. But I always wished I could have seen the Guess Who.
2: The Guess Who. Uh,
4: so I'm gonna pretend it's the Guess Who because okay. I just I don't know. There's just something about something about it. I
0: just, it was a it was a really awesome time, and I love that band. Mm. Those guys are awesome. I got to see them like uh I think it was like four years ago or we at the uh Gretna Fest in Louisiana.
5: Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him. I, love too. I, that, stole, every... I stole that album from my mother.
0: <laughs>
5: American Woman. Yeah. What what just what a band. What a band. I
6: loved so, it. Uh, if, if it was a band that I've never seen before, I'd go with like uh, ZZ Top. Oh,
2: that would would be... Because
6: you know what? Recently, they had a documentary come out on Netflix. I watched that and it kind of reignited my love for that band.
2: Yeah. We are just talking about after all this stuff is done with the virus and stuff, what would be one band, let's pretend like all of them are going to go out on tour, because we're going to have a massive celebration, what would be the band that you would want to see?
5: Yeah, there's only one one I really really want to see before I die, and I, I don't know. Can can you call it a band when it's it's just one person?
2: Well, a band, guess it doesn't matter. That'd
5: be Joe Satriani.
2: How did I know you are going to say that? I
5: my my whole my whole I I'll just end, I'll just end myself in the parking lot holding my. My Ibanez uh, JS1000 uh, in uh, candy apple red after Joe signed the back of it, listening to him for two hours. After that. It's good. Signed the back of it. Mm-hmm. You haven't signed a
6: pick guard. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you can sign my forehead for all I care, but Joe, I've always wanted to see Joe Petriani. I mean, mm-hmm. it, as far as my one of my favorite bands to actually be able to see them in concert would be Five Finger Death Punch. Mm-hmm. As far as now, I mean, I don't. Yeah. Are we resurrecting? Is this like a wish list? You
4: do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You, you, you get to go see somebody when this is all over.
2: Yeah. who's it going to be? Oh,
6: well, for resurrecting people, I'm going to Stevie Ray Long. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh gosh. Well, there
2: that brings another interesting question if there was somebody that you could resurrect to go back and and see stevie
5: stevie ray vaughn i didn't know anything about him until the day he died they thought eric clapton might have been on that helicopter i live seven miles away from where that helicopter went down at the time and it was this like stevie Ray. i don't know who the stevie ray vaughn is the radio station played a 24-hour tribute to stevie ray vaughn and it was just like wow I mean, I didn't own anything from him. I didn't hear anything from him. And now it's like I'm buying up all this Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff thinking, Well, there's not gonna be a new album coming out. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, Stevie Ravon, that was a yeah. that was a guy who knew how to probably play that guitar before he ever knew what a guitar was.
2: I think um nineteen eleven was as- answering our previous question and he said Led Zeppelin. <laughs> So, what about you, Glenn? If there was somebody that you could resurrect to, to go see and in, in, in concert, who would that be? Prince. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you.
0: That's probably kind of for me, man. I, 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 and I, I as much as a, as much as everybody thinks I'm like some heavy metal dude or something like that. I listen to all kinds of stuff, and Prince yeah. is probably one of my favorites. You
4: got to listen to all kinds of. There's lots of really talented people That's
3: in really different genres.
0: Yeah. I, I I always like people. I like I don't I don't understand the like some people that just listen to one genre of music. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird to me. It's like you're missing out on so much.
2: Yeah, truly you are if you're just listening to one because there there's so much out there in all different uh, well then, all then, different genres.
4: Then Janice Janis Joplin.
2: Joplin, oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah, that's there so was right. that one. I watched. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, what was it? America's Got Talent or something like that. And there was this little thirteen-year-old girl from uh, England or, or or UK or something like that. But man, she reminded me so much of Janis Joplin. She was good. Uh, that's awesome.
4: Yeah, she could. She just had a way of. Uh, you knew she was singing she was singing that was it that, that was her life you knew it
2: mm-hmm. oh definitely she would be amazing to see I think. you know,
5: you know.
4: Well,
2: is there any other people that maybe you would put on that list
5: Hendrix Hendrix
2: yes. Yeah. yes Elvis Elvis yes I'd very much like to see Elvis Presley doors.
4: Yeah, he was on his way here when when it ended yeah, he was on his way Johnny to Maine. Bell. Johnny Cash, yep.
2: Johnny Cash. Johnny
5: Cash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's the whole time that Prince was there, and never, never took the opportunity to go over to Fifth Avenue and uh, and awesome, and see him, man. and and even though he's, even though he's not what I would say the typical stuff I would listen to, if if you could have an ounce of knowing what the future holds and then never going to get the chance to ever do this again, I would have loved to have walked into fifth Avenue and he was there and heard him, especially there.
2: Yeah. I didn't, He didn't. when I went there, he wasn't, he wasn't playing, but he was there. I did, I did see him um, wandering about the time that we were, they were uh, what, there. Well,
4: what's fifth Avenue?
2: Fifth uh, Avenue. That,
3: that was
5: first,
2: or Avenue. first
5: Avenue. That was the name of his place. And you gotta have a lot of respect for somebody, you know, when California comes knocking and says, Dude, you gotta move out here, you know, we'll build you an empire. And he's like, You know what? I'm from Minnesota and this is where I stay. Can dig hey, that. that. That's and a first That uh, nice first half. It was just kinda like a freaking hole in the wall. I mean it was
2: it was downtown Minneapolis. Yeah, downtown anything, Minneapolis. Yeah, it wasn't nothing special about the place. It's just that when people found out that you know he was affiliated with it, then people started flocking there like crazy. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So you here,
4: oh, know the wildest one. moment I ever saw was when he walked. I mean, of all the things in the whole wide world, he walks out playing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and the middle of purple rain, right at the very beginning of the intro, it starts raining. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? I and mean, yeah. he sat right there and he played. He just let the whole thing go. Didn't didn't yeah. miss a beat. I mean, yeah. just played the entire show like that. That was just to me. That was like that's like chills, amazing. We're like holy crap, are you kidding me? This is actually
0: happening.
6: <laughs>
0: he was super
6: religious too.
0: Yep, yep. he's uh Jehovah's Witness, I think.
2: Hmm.
0: It's
3: not religion.
2: Yeah, because because <laughs> well, I think there was a big to do about it because he had something wrong with his hip or hips, and they said that there was a chance that he'd have to have a transfusion during his surgery, and he said no. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's right. That he that's was the religion that that he chose. So here's my next question for all the, uh, all the bands or artists in the past, if you could spend like five minutes with them, what would be the one compliment that you would say to them?
6: Compliment?
2: Yep. Whether you like their music, their lyrics or their talent or the way they they look dress, their hair, whatever, just one compliment.
3: And they took
5: you seriously, or they just asked you to leave.
2: No, I'm you know what I'm saying, like if you're you're having a conversation with
5: Yeah, don't be a Gene Simmons about it.
3: Yeah I'm Bob. Yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: <by>. yeah. <laughs>
6: that was my experience when I met him. Stuck my hand out to shake his hands and say, hi Gene, I'm nice to meet you. I love your music. You know, my name's Jeff, and he just looks at my hand, he says, Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, he's <laughs> a memo
0: what was that? He's a germaphobe. Oh, then
2: he's going crazy. Oh, right I now. didn't
0: know that. Yeah, he's a germaphobe. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't like the whole touching and all that stuff. He's. I think he's even worse than Howie Mandel would. Oh my like, god. Like Howie Mandel will at least like fist bump you or something like that. Gene doesn't like to touch people. He doesn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm.
5: Wow. Okay. Jeff, you can sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your dreams are no longer shattered. That's
4: right. It wasn't you, Jeff. It was the world.
2: <laughs> he must be going nuts right about oh.
4: now. Oh yeah, you know he's a shut. He, he's an LA shut, and you
6: know that for sure.
2: Oh man, <laughs>
6: oh, he's out this mansion.
0: Like I said, he's got nothing to worry about. He don't touch anybody. <laughs> he's already ahead of the curve. <laughs>
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's for sure.
0: He's he's one of the rock gods. He's immune already.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but when
6: nice to meet you too, Chaim.
3: Yeah,
5: I I can think of a lot of lot of uh, famous musicians that I could say a lot of nice things to, but. They just seem like by by part of the trade, their ego, you'd be like wasting your time. It was almost like I don't know. You know, walking up to someone like Joe Satriani or Steve Vai or uh, uh, you know any of these any of these people uh and saying, dude, you really play the guitar good. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I, I would go
4: see uh, Richie Valens, Big Bopper, and uh, the other guy there, and I would say, uh, Buddy Holly, and say, don't get on the plane.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. Roy Harbison, I love your sunglasses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, I guess it doesn't have to be a compliment, but one thing that you could say to them that really in- – that you're really impressed about them as an artist or person.
5: Again, the ego is probably, I'm sorry. If I could play a guitar like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Joe Bonamassa, you know, Joe Satriani and, and you, I don't know who the hell you are. And he came up to me and said, dude, I really love your ability to play on the guitar. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Go, go make me a so much.
3: <laughs>
0: you know there's, there's some truth to that. I haven't met a musician, not a single one as far as like someone who is famous or even semi-famous or feels like they're famous all have at least a little bit of an ego like that.
4: You might I think you might have to though wouldn't you think?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen some guys that seem pretty down to earth. As long as you're not acting like you're starstruck around them. If you're not like, like Goo Goo Gaga, I love your music. Oh my God. I've been listening to you since I was like a little kid. And As long as you're not like that, then sometimes there's guys that are down to earth. But the second you start throwing out compliments, the ego kicks in.
4: There's a good <laughs> question right there.
3: Okay, now, we're,
4: we're, we're all pretty much together people.
0: We have our stuff
4: together here, right? But who is the person? Who's the artist? That's going to make you do that. Who would be the one person if you went, Oh my God. And you went over and you go, they're not going to say a word to me. And they went, hi. And they also, they turned around and went, how are you? And they reached their hand out to shake your hand. And they go, so what's, what what brought you out? And they actually had a conversation with you. What, which artist would make you like, totally go, I'm a schoolgirl.
5: girl. <laughs> Wet myself. Oh man. Again, Joe Massa, Joe Satriani, uh, <laughs> any any of them. If I if you could actually have a conversation, they acknowledge that you actually existed. I'd probably wet myself.
2: I don't think it's unheard of. I think that you can. I think like yeah, right we, now that there's some that are you know down to earth, approachable, that are approachable.
4: Like like Christine, like you know. You turn the corner and and there's your there's your motley crew guy. He's just standing there. You go. He's not going to say anything to me. You walk by. You go. He goes. Hey, you know what? Thanks for stopping by. Here, sit on the couch with me. Everyone's acting like a weirdo. You're the first person that seems normal. Have a seat. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Nikki Six and you are uh-huh. sitting on a couch
2: having a conversation.
4: Well, you're not even going to get the conversation. You're going to be going. <laughs> you're going to lose. your <laughs> <water.
2: laughs> Don't get me wrong, I probably have like 10 seconds of ah, but then I would get my shit together and I would love well, it. I know,
4: but it's the 10 seconds. i want to know who is it who's going to make you have the 10 seconds of
2: ah. Well, yeah, he would make me have the 10 seconds for sure.
0: <laughs> you know, i is actually, I really did.
2: <laughs> I missed out on that because years ago when he did the yeah, the book the heroin diaries and he went on a book signing tour um, at that point in time my grandma mom my grandma was really sick my Nona was really sick and so i didn't get a chance to go on tour or to go see him when he was on tour doing the book signing because he came to you know uh, minneapolis so my friends went and and i missed out but i will Will tell you that from what the experience that my friends had, he seems like he's a pretty down to earth person. Because Mary of all people asks him if she could ha- he could have a hug, she could have she could hug him, and he said, "Oh, absolutely, I love hugs." And so he gave her a hug.
4: Well, see now, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that would have floored you right there. You'd have been like,
2: "Oh!" would have have been picking me up off the floor. I would have been like, "Excuse me, just a moment," and then I probably would have fell on the floor. And gathered myself back up again. But no, Mary kept it together.
6: The, the, the three or four times I've been in front of Nikki, he was still the party like a rock star guy.
2: Yeah.
6: He was before he was clean, you know. Yeah. Well, so he wasn't yeah. that but the oh. hugging type. He still still had that party uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. Almost
0: dying has a way of changing your perspective.
2: <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it,
0: it can do that. <laughs> I think I think uh, I don't
4: know. I think no, I'd want to be. I would time. want to be in front of someone who was a really, really, really big time like icon. And it wouldn't be Stephen Tyler either. It would not be Stephen Tyler. Although I love the band, I think uh, I might really actually enjoy like I think get. I would get giggly about uh, sitting with Johnny Cash if I got to sit with Johnny Cash. He's done so much. I think I might get. I might get yeah. silly right for a moment there. Yeah.
2: So what about uh, what about you guys, Glenn, Jeff? Uh. <laughs> They're having the about this one. <laughs> well,
6: I've already had mine, but I I wouldn't call it a schoolgirl moment. But the the person was just really down to earth and was a genuine human being. And I believe I shared this before on a, on a previous show I was on. And that was uh, Lemmy from Motorhead.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. would probably be the guy I would like go like, oh, my God, I'm in front of God.
6: That guy was just so down to earth. You know, I I I I knew a guy that worked security at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. And he gave me a call. He said, hey, Lemmy's here you want to get one meet him get down here so i went down there and uh got to meet him and he was very cordial he shook my hand he invited me to sit down in his booth with him he bought me a drink you know i had a conversation the guy was just a, a fantastic human being
4: he that's really
3: awesome that
4: <laughs> need more of those Need need more of those definitely yeah
3: yeah
6: you know, drinking drink I, I the, the bar the the, the rainbow barn grill renamed their uh, jack and Coke they call it a lemmy because that's what his drink was <laughs> oh,
2: that's, that's cool. cool that's awesome that truly is Wait, here, mr Joe
6: I, I i I don't I wasn't it? Wasn't schoolgirl, but I was nervous,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: And since you said Lemmy, I'll uh, I'll go with um, oh, uh, Ronnie James Dio. Oh, he'd, he'd, he'd be oh. A guy I would, I mean, even though he's dead now, yeah, uh, he, he would have been a guy I would have been like, I, I don't know, speechless. He'd mm-hmm. have probably stuck out his hand and I'd have been just dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to see him before he
3: passed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a good friend of mine that actually like trained me how to run lights, got to actually like work with him. Uh it was it was cool. He's got his picture got a picture with him, got to hang out with him. And I mean, just it was it was cool. I was like, man, I envy you so much. <laughs> yep,
2: those are sometimes I think missed opportunities.
6: Yeah, I saw them at the House of Blues, and you know, not not many people fit in that place.
2: No,
6: yeah, at least not the one I saw him at. Yeah, the
0: uh, House of Blues in New Orleans, I think, is an eight hundred person capacity, Well, that's what they consider a sellout. But I think it'll, I think it'll hold a little more than that as far as fire code goes. But it's it's under nine hundred.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it sucked. It sucked to have my birthday three days later. He died. It's like, oh man, that blows.
3: hmm
5: Were you gonna uh, say something? I was gonna say we're talking down to earth and blah blah blah. Now I have a question, and I don't know if we keep asking questions that you could keep inviting the same famous person to be part of like you're saying you're asking me okay you know who's that person that would be like the, you know a moment for you and I still kind of stick with Joe Satriani but let me ask it a different way
3: mm-hmm.
5: who who is the person that you uh you idolize or you look up to or you just think is a great musician but is also that person that if you found out uh, for for some weird reason, maybe it's only happening in your in your dream because in real life, you know, the shit couldn't ever go down. But you're gonna get to spend the day with one person. You know, is it gonna be uh, uh you know someone? Um, is it gonna be uh you know Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin? Is it gonna be Joe Satriani? Is it who is that one person that you could see? that you spent the entire day with, but you don't know what that day is going to be like before it started. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just go first on this because for me, the person that I I see is being in the spotlight one moment and the next minute being that person that would walk the little old lady across the street and be that down-to-earth person would be uh, Sammy Hagar. And just imagine spending the whole day with Sammy. You know, maybe maybe you 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 go bass fishing in the morning, you hit a little mom and pop shop and you have burgers and fries and you just sit and shoot the crap. Sammy says, what do you want to do for the rest of the day? I can introduce you to some, some guys up at the dead-on range. And he's like, hell yeah, that'd be fun. And then he's like, at the end of the day, he goes, you know what, Eric? Once you come on down, we're going to we're gonna take my Ferrari and we're going to go ripping around and stop at the cobble wobble and I'll buy uh, drinks to end out the night. You know stuff like that. Who is who is the person that you would say would be the ultimate day to actually get the opportunity to spend with? And and I can honestly say, as much as I would want to go see Joe Satriani in concert, I, he just doesn't seem like the burgers and fries, shooting, ripping on a Ferrari and having a cobble having having tequila a uh, tequila sunrise at the Cabo wobble at midnight. Sammy Hagar seems like the guy that would be like, you're spending the day with, that you would idolize, but would feel like your best friend for that day. Sober Grace Slick. <laughs> sober.
3: <laughs> what?
4: Grace Slick. <laughs> Not drunk, so but- sober Grace Slick. <laughs>
2: Oh, sober, Grace. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second. Um, David says Garth Brooks a heart bigger than stadiums that he's ever played in. So it sounds like he would spend the day with Garth Brooks.
5: Yeah, and, and from what I've seen in inter- interviews with him, he probably would be that yeah. guy that, you know, David Silverado breaks down and he got Garth Brooks swapping out some spark plugs and
0: some <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I that's the kind of feeling I get from him too. As long as it, as soon as you get past that whole oh my god it's Garth Brooks, I mean he would probably be just the most down to earth, talk to you about just whatever bullshit, go out fishing, have lunch kind of guy. Yeah, you I, I Tr-
4: Tricia Yearwood back at the
0: house making grits and shrimp. Oh god, yeah.
3: Oh
4: god, <laughs>
0: yes.
5: Hell yeah. Oh, a happy hour would be awesome if you know what I mean.
2: No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> no, don't. no, Eric, I have no idea what you mean.
5: Oh, no, I, I heard she makes some great cocktails.
3: <laughs> hey, who wants to go next?
2: <laughs> uh,
3: awkward moment. <laughs>
2: yeah, awkward moment. We talked about these on a cookie with Ms. B, and now I'm experiencing it. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. I that that to me is a very tough question. I yeah, don't. I honestly don't really know right off the top of my head who who that would be that I would want to spend the day with.
6: Uh, I, you know what? It, I think it would be a strange day, but I'm thinking somebody like Alice Cooper.
0: <laughs>
6: Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> that, that
4: that that could be interesting
0: well, i'm gonna go completely the opposite will, and say willie Nelson oh that'd be fun
4: you I might not a... you might not
0: be fishing you know, but uh, yeah i would like to, i would like no no just i mean sit on the porch maybe have a have a a bourbon a, and 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 an apple with uh something else in it, but you know yeah. i mean
5: yeah,
3: Willie puts something
5: in Agent Chaos's hand and just says, Eat this.
0: Have <laughs>
2: this <That> <funny. laughs> I,
0: I don't know. Him. It would be cool to sit down and just like, you know, chat it up freaking Willie yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I actually like the question. I think it's, uh, I I, think I, it's I, an I, interesting. I, 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 I would kind of like to hear his story.
5: Yeah. <laughs> now, is that sober or non sober? <laughs> Wait, Millie Nelson,
6: sober?
2: Yeah.
6: <laughs> well, hasn't he stopped the ganja? Before uh, we leave? I don't, I
0: don't, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard that he has. Uh, thought I saw a story. He may, he may have for health reasons. I don't know if he's having health problems or anything, but um, I've never heard that he's like.
9: With the lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: like no agree no longer agrees with it. He may have had to stop, but I don't think he's like chose to because he doesn't want to anymore. Mm, okay.
2: Yeah, you stumped me on that one. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I haven't I last time heard anything about Willie Nelson, he was around here about five, six years. Well no know Matt, probably a little longer than that. Probably about eight years ago. And from what I heard from other people that were working the show, he still smoked. Hey, hey I
4: would don't forget. Years. He's like 86 now. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: Well, well see what I like about the question is it allows a lot of, uh, art, art, artistic leeway in there because a lot of it, you're putting into the persona of that person who you might think they are when they're not up there on stage. oh, and maybe, yeah. I could be wrong, but Sammy just seems like the guy that if, you know, he had nothing else going on and I, I don't know for what reason that he'd hook up with, you know, Eric and Duluth, Minnesota. And all of a sudden you're doing a little bass fishing in the morning, shooting at a range, choking down a hamburger, ripping on a Ferrari and then drinking some tequila in Mexico. You know, but, but shit, this is my story. And I, I that's uh-huh. the one
4: Oh, I, I would just—I think it'd be so badass to just sit there and laugh your freaking ass off with Grace Slick on the stories that she would tell you about what the hell went down in the '70s and the '60s,
5: <laughs> <laughs> if she can remember.
4: Oh, she remembers. I've seen a few interviews with her. She remembers. She's kind of a cool chick when you see her going, "Well, that was when I was well, yeah, when I was one of those bitches." <laughs> she has no problem talking about it. Can I think you? it'd be a blast.
2: I stumped me. I don't, there's not, no, I can't.
4: Nope. You have no one you want to spend a day with?
2: It wouldn't be yeah. Prince or... I really can think of that yeah. would in my brain fit that genre of what Eric said.
4: Huh. Well, then we have to trap you with somebody and force you oh. to have the day. I, I, I I'm going to curse you with... 24 Hours of the Indigo Girls.
2: Ooh.
6: No. 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 How about Scary Spice?
2: No. No. No, no. No, no. No girl bands. No, no.
4: Christine has to go hang out with the Indigo Girls all day. Nope. Nope. Nope.
5: Agent Chaos. Up, up, up. A pool of uh, vanilla pudding and uh, Berlinda Carlisle. Go.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I see
4: nothing with smiles on
5: face, well, but that could. Be- I
4: I still want to know about the pudding.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just something I think about every now and then.
3: <laughs>
2: pool full of pudding.
5: And Berlinda Carlisle, yeah. <laughs> right. On Earth, baby. Well, I, I, I can I, I can I see would, Belinda
4: Carlisle in the pool. Story about Belinda Carlisle. You want
2: to go jump in a pudding? Not
5: not that I've checked lately, but Belinda Carlisle still looks pretty good for her age. And she was a pop
4: star, so technically
5: that would be a pudding pop.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all I can say is I hope she's sober now
4: because the last
0: time I seen her, she was really bad
4: oh no you're messing up all you're messing it all up now Oh, <laughs> wrecking now, she's getting, now she's gonna be puking in the pudding now it's gonna
2: be a wreck <laughs>
0: let me give you a hint it's not really pudding
4: <laughs> well that's it I quit now this is a mess no Belinda she's hammered
0: it's not pudding
5: David Brown's into the baby shark family.
4: Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah, a story that I will always regret telling. Between peeing on a wall and baby shark, I don't know which one's worth. <laughs> It's still really special when you when you see people when you got people you've known most of your life and they go, I was uh listening to a podcast the other day. I think you were on it. <laughs> Did you actually piss on a wall? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That can end any time, and I will really be happy. It's just like a splitting thing right through your skull. Thank you, David. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think there's a copyright infringement on it. I think they just want, I think everybody wants that to end. It's a stupid, I mean, oh, wow. <laughs> it's just it's just, it's like the Wiggles. It's just sad. <laughs> <coughs> uh-huh. uh, Can you imagine that you belong to a band? Yeah. You call yourself the Wiggles. You're a bunch of grown men and you dance for little kids, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, it
0: makes, it makes the kids happy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it, I, it, I, it, I think it, it, it makes them, uh, I think it makes them a little happy too. <laughs> Yeah, it's a career career choice. I don't think I would have. Well, I wouldn't want to you know, tell yeah, the relatives it's about.
0: Kind of weird. I mean, I mean, that is kind of weird. Who, who, who inspires to be a a a band like The Wiggle? I mean, I mean, I don't know anybody that goes, "Hey, man, let's put together this really cool band where we play all these songs for little kids."
4: Oh, yeah, and four grown men too. They found not one. They found four. <laughs> And they all four went, oh, what an awesome idea. Let's go on tour. Oh,
2: and God. make sure it's their one-hit wonder.
0: Yeah, that, that, that,
4: that It's a wonder. I don't know if it's a hit, though.
0: With, with, without trying to speculate any other intentions, I would have to say they did it for the money. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> if no- they... There was a lot, a lot, a lot of money in doing shows like that. Yeah, and if they
4: didn't do it for the money, then we need to stop talking about that because uh, yeah, somebody
0: needs to invest.
4: Yeah, the creep factor just got really
0: big.
2: Hmm. He's looking at more, more money, money. Oh, money, money, money. I can't read.
4: Money, money, or
2: morning morning
4: Tommy James james the shondells
2: yep that is really? I the rest
0: of it is I'm somebody who's still freaking rocking it out yep he's, he still goes on tours every now and then. yep
4: yeah. blow just just blows you away that he's still tearing it up yeah and that the is- uh I think there was one of the girl bands that's still out there touring. I couldn't believe. It. I remember hearing it at uh, Shangri-La's, I think it was. they did, they did Leader of the Pack. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I, think I think they're
4: still I think they're still out touring. Yeah, I think they're still touring.
2: How?
3: Well, if when, still- when you
4: when you can become famous and then actually become an an oldies famous oldies band <laughs> and you're still touring, you did well.
2: <laughs> that's true. Yep, there's got to be quite a few of them from the from the era that are still out there touring.
0: I don't think I don't think he's done it in a while. But Rob Van Winkle used to go on tour all the time, even even though he's pretty much a one hit wonder with the with the whole Vanilla Ice 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 Baby.
4: I know he's uh, I know now he got a uh, he got a show. I mean, he became a house flipper. I guess yeah. they thought it was kind of a cool thing to have him as a house flipper, so they gave him a show where he films flipping houses. Who's
0: that? Yeah, that was another one of the, his, his great, uh, one of his ideas, is that he he bought a house and flipped it, and then he was like, hey, what if we record this? Uh, reality shows are like really popular right now, so he got a friend of his to actually start recording, and that's how they got on the home improvement channel.
4: Yeah. I thought that was wild. Wow, I changed the channel. wasn't Wait a minute. That's hold on. Is that it? Oh my God. That is him. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, well, I mean, you got to admit though, he, he keeps you engaged. He may not be that entertaining, but he does keep you engaged.
0: <laughs> and the funny thing was, is he like when he was doing the whole, uh, even after his whole, like, after the lawsuit with Ice Ice Baby and all that, he uh, he, he kind of changed it up. He wasn't so poppy anymore. He tried to make it a little more hardcore. And still, he was still just as terrible. <laughs> he rode, he rode the, the whole Ice Ice Baby to the very bitter end. But he would, he, all, same lyrics, he just changed up the music a little bit and 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 made it a little more hardcore kind of thing a little more low in it i guess
3: <laughs>
0: trying to make it a heavy metal rap kind of thing um but I, I don't know he was more of a uh a novelty act than anything well
4: who yeah. was that one band they had that they never sang i'm trying to think of the name of the band it was two brothers and they they were like mega star i mean we're talking like Sell out tour. That's
0: it. And they never sang. Oh. The, that? the actual vocalists were white guys.
4: It, it was like, it was insane when you're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I thought they were huge. And you're like, no, they were singing. like, well, I didn't believe it. I remember, I remember going, no, that's baloney. I've seen the videos on MTV. They're like, nope, everybody knows. I'm like, what do you mean? Even the people that made the videos know. I'm like, everybody's faking the whole thing. Everybody. Yep, I was blown away. That Lips many people faked it. I just couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, there was and a whole it, rash
4: back then. A
0: whole was, rash. They, they say it wasn't their idea, that it was a whole like a, a record company, record producer. It was their idea to do something like that, to that, just to show that they could put two decent-looking dudes out there, whether they could sing or not, and get. I would, tend to be,
4: I would tend to believe that because no matter what, as soon as that first video went on MTV, you had MTV knew about it. You had everybody knew about it. They were all tight-lipped. So it has to be bigger than just those two guys.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and the thing is, too, it's like like for when you're producing a music video and all, you, you're not – the people in front of the music, like, at the time, they're not singing. They use recorded tracks from the studio to dub over the video. Um, so anytime you see somebody singing in a music video, that's not them live singing that. It's a dubbed over from a recording in a, in a studio, um, and so it, it's, when you when you show that video to give it to producers at MTV that, that weren't there, but I'm sure they had it. They had to have known. And you don't you don't go that long doing that kind of thing, and and, and MTV doesn't know that that has not been going on.
4: Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I understand the whole waste of videos
0: too. There's so many artists out there now that actually can sing and play, but for whatever reason, like maybe say the singer is sick that day. And they don't want to cancel the tour. And and he's not actually like like maybe say his singing's really bad or something. So that I've seen I've seen well where they'll where they do that. They'll actually them on to attract.
4: Yeah, I mean, I know they do that a lot. It's, it's very popular on parades and things like that. They're all they're all not singing. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the
0: a lot of the boy bands in sync, uh, New Kids on the Block, and all that day all that at their, at their concerts, A lot of there was a lot of times where they were up there just pantomiming, and it was on a it was just on a track, like they weren't singing. The band wasn't really playing. I mean, nothing. It was all just for show.
4: Yeah, I saw one the other day. It was on, I just, I don't know how the clip came on YouTube for me, but it did. It was some girl, and she was just dancing around, and all of a sudden she stopped because her mic went out, but she was still singing. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> that's got to be a really rough moment. hmm. <laughs> to smack your mic because it's not working and you're still singing, and you're like looking at the audience and you're still singing. Oh,
2: boy.
4: Yeah,
6: that's got to be a special moment right
2: there. That's going to leave a mark.
6: Well, didn't something like that happen on Saturday Night Live? Some little teeny bopper singer like uh, Britney Spears' sister or something like that was singing. And I don't know. The band was playing a different song than what the lyrics were. And and she stopped singing. and, and But you could still hear the singing. Still hear the song,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> I know I happened to Poison once. Well, what's his name? Uh. brett michael brett no brett but everybody was wanting to sing one song and they all agreed to it and i can't think of his name uh cc cc deville decided he didn't give a damn he wasn't playing that song so and they all got ready to start singing everyone was playing and the drums were wrong everything was wrong he took off and did his song and they all had to jump right back on board real quick oh boy yeah he had a few issues yeah, just a few. Yeah, CC <laughs> C- C DeVille had it. A- it is
7: Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: Yeah. I got a question.
3: Mm-hmm. Favorite,
0: favorite movie that's about rock and roll, whether it be a fictional band or a real band? Like say the,
6: Tap.
0: Ah, wow, yeah,
6: we, we did this last time. Yeah.
4: For me, it'd be Spinal
6: Tap. You know, I went with Rockstar. Yeah, that's a good one. The fictional band Steel Dragon. <clears throat>
4: Eric, I think you're going to choose La Bamba, right?
5: Uh, anything, Barbara Streisand.
0: <laughs> Steelheart goes on tour and actually sings a lot of the Steel Dragon song. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh,
4: Eric, yeah. Cho- Eric chose Yentl.
3: Scare me? Are you?
5: Steelheart for the win.
2: Christine. No, I, don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, this sounds vaguely familiar. I may have asked this last
2: one.
4: Well, I mean, come on. You, you, you're you not going to say uh, the Motley Crew movie? Mm,
2: well, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. The dirt. I
0: still haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody.
5: That was
2: awesome. That was awesome. I,
5: dude,
0: that one, they're the very into that when they're out in front of that giant crowd that actually gave me goosebumps. Yes. Oh. I was like, I was like, wow, this actually But Who played like... Freddie Mercury? Oh, what's his name? When, when they they were
6: fantastic in concert.
5: When when they played the movie along side by side, mingling back and forth with the actual live footage from uh the uh the the aid.
0: Oh
2: here um, his name is Rami
0: Malak. Malik? Yeah, He uh I think I think he got famous from a from a TV show called Mr. Robot. He plays uh I think it's a guy with uh autism who like like had like shows no emotion. Like that's where the the name of the show comes, uh, Mr. Robot from. It's cause he's like his whole demeanor, everything is emotionless.
3: Yeah, I tell you the yeah,
2: moment. you're you're right, Glenn. He is. He was on the television series Mr. Robot.
0: Yeah, but man, he did an incredible job of playing Freddie Mercury. I mean,
5: the whole movie is worth it. But like I said, the the end when uh, they're po- going side by side with versus the actual live footage Just from. The and it's
2: then, so freaking spot on.
5: And then, of course, the whole the movie ends with the credits running with my one of my personal favorite songs. The show must go on. Yeah. Just powerful, especially to end that movie with that song.
2: <laughs> that was crazy. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, I, I, tongue to tongue thinker, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really think of a band that actually. That create that actually sat down and wrote a song specifically for the crowd to be a part of, because, uh, uh, what is it? We will rock you or whatever. You, yeah, specifically, but like the whole beginning of that with the stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, 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 clap. They they wrote that song specifically for for the crowd to be involved in.
3: Yeah,
0: that song wasn't wasn't meant to be for a a record or anything it was meant to be played live yeah it's it's a crowd participation song and i can't really think of any other band that wrote a song specifically like that
2: i don't think that there really has been one well honestly.
0: they were a very special
4: band I mean,
0: yeah
4: they, they they weren't your heavy metal band they were just sheer freaking talent i mean there was just freddie Mercury was freaking talented I mean, yeah. I mean, to take that band, a rock band, and I mean, literally move them through operatic—you know—that's <laughs> just amazing. Yeah. Amazing to do that. That, that. That's something else, Brian May. That's the
2: that that was one of the things that amazed me when we were watching the movie. Is the the different kind of music that they were willing to experience with and 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 play and and put it out there and not, you know didn't really care it was like this is what we're gonna do don't care and uh i remember in some of the scenes where they were always getting in arguments with the uh record producer or manager or whoever it was at the time
5: nobody will ever listen to this song song.
2: Uh yeah
0: Mm -hmm. as much as i like bohemian rhapsody i still gotta say my my favorite rock and rolls and it's a, a fictional band but uh it's uh Airheads with Brandon Fraser and Adam Sandler.
4: <laughs> I tried. I actually God, tried, but I, off. I couldn't watch the movie. I just couldn't do
2: it. Shaking <laughs> his pumpkin. No, no, no. Yeah.
4: Something's got to grab me, and all the way up till they grabbed the radio station, nothing grabbed me, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> Maybe I robbed myself. I don't know. I just couldn't do it I couldn't do it yeah
2: that's just crazy
0: it goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, for the promo for the show that was the first thing I thought of when I seen the amp and it get turned up and I was like wait there's no 11 on
3: that <laughs> <laughs> it has to go to
5: 11. <laughs>
4: Well it's, some of those are it's hard to get people to do anything right now. those are really hard to get people to do. I was lucky to get that
2: yeah
4: that and trying to explain how to take a piece of pVc pipe and stick it over your uh plug
3: <laughs>
4: for the and then just 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 slap the base around for a few seconds. It's not that big a deal it's six seconds man.
2: Come
4: on. I'll add the smoke. I'll add the smoke.
2: It was a good promo. Definitely.
4: It's just tougher now to get people to do stuff right now. Everyone's freaked out.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got a warehouse full of instruments. If you ever need video or just somebody playing something like a close-up shot, give me a holler.
4: You never know. We're getting close. <laughs> I
0: had fun. I had fun with, with
4: uh, you were in the last promo. I did. I redid the song even, and you were actually in it, uh, saying that uh, Jim. Jim, uh, you were on the phone with Jim, and he says he wants pics now. I <laughs> <laughs> had a had a friend of mine sitting on the toilet with her pants down, right <laughs> as you were saying it. And of course, Jim. Hollering out, I will not take it easy on a transsexual. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That was funny. I told him I was going to do it to him. I said, one of these days, I swear to God, I'll just start pulling your clips. (laughs) That was the day. (laughs) That
2: was the day, for sure. So, anybody else have any other uh, questions that they uh, wanted to bring up?
4: David Brown mentioned "Shana Na Bowza."
0: Yeah.
4: na na. Na That
0: was a good.
4: That was a good show too. I used to enjoy watching that show.
0: We got a. Uh... What we got a uh, like a tribute band in New Orleans that plays a lot of their music called called Nah. Uh, wait, hold on. Shauna no, wait, it's Shaana Nah, so it's na Sha Sha.
4: Oh,
5: Na Sha
0: Sha. no, Sha. That's what they call themselves.
5: Nana Sha. Okay. Na-na-sha. Fictional bands, the Soggy Bottom Boys.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I love
4: that movie. The soundtrack was awesome.
5: The soundtrack Sonic. was crazy awesome. Sonic Death Monkey from High Fidelity. Uh, the Barden Bellas from Pitch Perfect. Just you got to start quoting Glee
4: next?
3: School <laughs> <That's just, that's laughs> World Rock. Yeah, there's some
4: fictional again. <laughs> right
0: School
2: there. of Rock, not Schoolhouse Rock.
0: Oh, well, one of my uh, well, it used to be one of my favorite soundtracks is from an old movie. I think it was, I think it was late '80s. Was uh, "Pump Up the Volume" with Christian Slater. Oh, I that. Yeah. had an awesome soundtrack. He
5: he said he was wearing a cock ring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How do you remember this stuff? If oh, that, flipping that a was down. a
0: great movie. I bet you have seen it oh, fifty times.
2: Yep. Yep. What was uh, the
0: What was the I, movie? I, I literally wore out my VHS tape to where it wouldn't. Yes.
5: pump up the volume with Christian Slater. Never saw it. Really? Uh, never saw. Yeah, he it.
0: ran a. He ran. He was a high school kid that ran a pirate radio station.
5: Uh huh. So he broadcast every night. So the storyline was they're trying to track him down. The FCC was going to find him and stop him. And of course, everybody's the 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 audience is getting bigger and bigger. And like they'd like show scenes of the kids like listening in. It's like, well, last night he was saying he was wearing a cock ring. I, I'm not even what 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 do you hug, what do you even do with that? <laughs> is it as big as a baby's arm?
3: <laughs> <laughs> is it bigger than a
5: baby's arm. <laughs> I have to check that out. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm
2: not familiar uh, with that,
5: that, one. that. Honestly, it's a classic. If we can yeah. find that tomorrow, I vote Couch and pop up the volume. Not yeah. to mention, it has one of my favorite versions of uh, Nobody Knows. Where was that the name of the song? Yeah, yeah. yeah nobody knows. Everybody knows that they're out there. I, mean, uh, I, can, um, never, I can never yeah. find that version of it.
0: I think it's Leonard Cohen who does that version.
5: Yeah. Leonard Cohen.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know, I think, I, I want to say the original version is Concrete Blonde, but Leonard Cohen redid it, and, and it's on, that's the one that's on that soundtrack. And yeah. that's the one I like.
5: Can't forget about the Blues Brothers for fictitious bands. <laughs> what? Oh, yes.
2: Got a pack of cigarettes.
5: It, it's dark. Well, wait a
4: minute. That, that would be a band that started out fictitious but became real.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay, they actually became real. They yeah, they
4: did real. become real, and they went on
2: tour. I got a, a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing
4: sunglasses. We're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and we're on a mission from God. <laughs> we're on a mission from
2: God. Yeah, mission from- <laughs> oh, no, they went
0: on tour with Easy Top once,
2: too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was good, too. That was funny. I enjoyed that one. For sure. So... Think I don't know. That's I don't have no more questions. That's all that I had. Anybody else have anything else?
4: These always, these always are are, are a blast. I always have a good time with these. Everybody seems to have a great time with these.
3: Yeah. This okay.
5: is this That's is it. it.
4: Okay. And yeah. then we, and then we get hit with a. Uh, <laughs> I'm find this. I'm find
2: this tomorrow. Yeah, infringement. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll find that tomorrow. Anyways, I think that's it for tonight. Um, thanks Glenn and Jeff for joining us. Um, these rock shows are always fun when we get a chance to get together and talk about music and come up with questions and talk about the bands and artists and stuff uh shower people if you're still in the shower you need to get out now you are pruning beyond all repair (laughs)
4: toenails are gonna fall
0: out next
2: yeah (laughs) just saying
0: one quick public service announcement if you're trying to get backstage be a little more creative than flashing your boots
4: (laughs) unless unless you want to flash me you can do that first then go get creative (laughs) I'll personally bring you back to meet the band.
2: Yeah, sure. Right. you
4: flash me, I will sign one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I have nobody, but still, you'll have my signature.
2: Anyways, thanks everybody that joined us in the chat room this evening. Thanks everybody that listened live. Thanks to everybody that will listen to us and podcast and please come back again and join us next week when our subject will be, I don't have any idea, but come back and check it out anyway, because like, what else are you going to do? I'm just saying. (laughs) And also if you're, you know, kind of bored on Monday through Friday and don't have much to do, please check out my quickie with Miss B. It's a 15, 20 minute podcast that runs Monday through Friday, which is uh, always fun with me and John get together and start laughing about this no
4: and no politics no, no anything politics. just laughing start to Laugh. finish
2: <laughs> yeah because everybody can need needs a little mental health break there every now and again so that's it for this week thanks again glenn and thanks again jeff i hope we'll get together again and do this uh next time later on this year hopefully when everybody has time again to get together Um, Until then, everybody, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, have a good night and a good rest of the week ahead of yourselves. Rock on!